0: Well, hey, friends, so I have a special episode for you today, where I am sharing a snippet of a coaching call that I did a little while back with a gal named Tori Black, who I just loved working with, she's just adorable. And I just wanted to give you guys like kind of a behind the scenes look at what does really digging into your keywords look like? How do you figure out? like? right size keywords that you should go for, um, whether something's a good fit, whether something's, you know, going to work for your business, work for your content, work for your specific SEO strategy. So this snippet of this call, um, this coaching call that I'm sharing with you today is really just a glimpse behind the scenes of what keyword research looks like. And if you're not already signed up for the keyword research bootcamp, make sure that you get your name on that list and get signed up because I am going to show you some of these tactics and strategies that I use to do keyword research with clients. So make sure that you're signed up for that. And then just enjoy Listen in um, as I talk with Tori and coach her through choosing the, the exact right keywords for her business. Hey there fellow entrepreneur, welcome to Simple SEO and Marketing with me, Faith Hannon. Do you want to grow your business with organic marketing and finally feel like you can understand SEO? Are you scouring the internet for how to get more website traffic, SEO for dummies, and how to market on Pinterest? Have you tried to grow your business with SEO and blogging, only to get frustrated and quit because it's overwhelming and too time-consuming? Been there. (laughs) Hey, I'm Faith Hannon, Jesus lover, copywriter, blogger, wife, Wrangler of Tiny Humans, and Barrel Racer. And let me tell you, I didn't have time to waste sorting through SEO and keyword strategies that either didn't work or were so over my head I couldn't understand them. I honestly thought that SEO and blogging only work for people with a PhD in tech jargon and a whole team of employees, until I learned these secrets. Good SEO strategies don't have to be complicated, and creating and marketing great content doesn't have to take more than a couple hours a week So pop in those earbuds, slam some coffee, and let's grow your business with simple organic marketing and a healthy dose of biblical encouragement along the way. All right, Tori, I actually want to start our time off together with a prayer. I just want to get the Lord's wisdom on what we should do today, if that's okay with you. Lord, we just come and we invite you into today's call. Lord, I thank you that you are... Lord, you're the Waymaker, Lord, and you have a very specific, um, you have very specific instructions for Tori and her business and helping her get in front of the right people and speak to their hearts, Lord, that you have for her to help with her gifts and her knowledge and um just the gift that you've given her. And Lord, I thank you that you help us to tap into heaven's wisdom today. Lord, you said that when we ask for wisdom that you give it to us liberally. And Lord, I've asked you for wisdom my whole life and you've given it faithfully. And I trust you to give us wisdom today for Tori and her business in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Talk to me a little bit about what you got going on. In
1: your thing, when you said, what keywords are you trying to rank for? Uh I don't know the answer to that because every time I make a blog, it's a different like key phrase right and I know like my website should be ranking for something but I don't know (laughs) I don't know what that is or what like how to nail that down essentially
0: gotcha okay when I say what keywords are you trying to rank for what I like to have is just like an overarching strategy because like ultimately you can rank for all of those right you do it right you write it right you can you can rank for all of those yeah um but most people don't know that I call it like an umbrella Mm -hmm. and these are like your goal or your target keywords. And these are basically like the big, the big goal things that you're trying to get found for. Mm -hmm. And then these are, these are like your page title and your H1 text. And then these are like supporting things. Like if fertility, which I'm sure is way too big of a keyword, but if fertility was uh goal keyword for you. Some of these supporting keywords that hold up this umbrella with more than one leg. Um, some of these supporting keywords would be like how to increase your fertility, how to understand fertility, like fertility tests, fertility inhibitors, or things that support that overarching goal keyword. Mm-hmm. And then like your little your blog post would be those like hundred to three hundred search terms here, down here. Okay. I don't know why I think that's an umbrella, but I don't have a better picture for you. I get it. I like it. So what I want to try to figure out for you are those goal keywords that we can Mm -hmm. then implement in, into your page titles and into, um, you know, your H1 text and then some in your H2 text. I mean, authentically, we don't want to keyword stuff, but then you could be like, Oh, then you can really track and be like, okay, three months have passed and I'm bumping up the ranks for fertility awareness or like whatever those terms are that we come up with in our research. Um, So, but I love that you're already doing keyword research. Um, You're so clear on your person. Mm -hmm. So that's super helpful for your keyword research. What are you, are you tracking your Google analytics and how much traffic are you getting? You don't know.
1: I get on, on Google search console and Google analytics, like once in a blue moon, Mm -hmm. and look at numbers but i really don't know what they mean
0: okay have you downloaded my seo cheat sheet i think so okay now what i did with it i don't know um i just that kind of breaks some of that down but understanding how to use that data is a whole thing so this is Uber Suggest. best three hundred dollars i spent on keyword research and it's a one-time purchase but it's really easy easy to get lost in a black hole here mm -hmm. and so Really and truly, I stay in the keyword ideas section because it allows you to compare three keywords at the same time, and then it gives you more ideas based off of those keywords. Okay. So that's where, I mean, that's where I live in this tool. So we'll start with your big keywords, which I think, is it called fertility awareness? Fertility awareness, maybe I think.
1: You could. I mean, I don't use those terms, but maybe I should. But, you know, fertility awareness, improve fertility, boost fertility, increase fertility. Any of
0: those are probably. Okay. So let's just even see. So, oh, how big is your audience? How big is your email list? Um, I only have like 62 on my email list. Okay. How big is your Instagram following? Um, a thousand. A
1: thousand
0: like 1100 I think I'm right over the 1100 mark okay um and do you use it pretty consistently Mm -mm.
1: I um I mean honestly I was like all about some Instagram but I've been listening to Stephanie Gass a lot you know and the whole one percent conversion thing is like why Mm -hmm. would I put the effort into Instagram that has a one percent conversion rate You know, so now I try to, I do try to put something on there at least weekly, just like one post a week just to stay relevant, but I don't put a whole lot of energy into that. Okay.
0: That's fine. I just want to know, I need to gauge what your current audience is so that Mm -hmm. we can figure out how big of keywords you can go for. Um,
1: I would say everyone, everyone on that 62 email list came from Instagram. I don't think I've got anybody organically, um, Well,
0: I might have a few, but
1: the majority is definitely from Instagram.
0: And then your primary monetization is coaching or the, how do you say it, Mercier?
1: Mercier. So, yeah. Okay. So one thing that makes this a little bit confusing too is I have an in-person practice where, because okay. Mercier therapy is a like hands-on physical type of, I call it mm-hmm. a physical therapy is essentially what it is. It's a type of physical therapy. Okay. Um, and then I have all this online stuff. Okay. So the I would say the way I'm trying to monetize the online stuff is I have a course and I think I'm, I'm about to open up a membership, like a monthly membership. Okay. Um, And then people can often for one-on-one coaching calls if they want to. Okay.
0: So what, we'll, what I'll want to do is I want to keep your goal keywords probably like this 4,400 is probably as big as we want to get for those, yeah. those target goal keywords, which is fine. Like that's a good, like that's a, that's a good range. Right. And mm-hmm. honestly, like if you're ranking on the top page and getting even like, you know, two or three of those clicks through and mm-hmm. your copy is on point, like that's still moving the needle and people get really frustrated. I'm like, Oh, I have to, s- s- so much lower than I want to go for. I'm like, listen, but you're not catching the big fish.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and I, would, some of I will
1: say, I what, want to say this right quick, faith The like the f- fertility awareness method is a type of birth control. And like, right? Um, so that may not, that wouldn't be the right keyword for me. I mean, this may be just for practice sakes, but I know that that phrase specifically would not be what I would want because that's a a way of teaching birth control. And I'm right. It's kind of like a, it is a getting to know your body so you can not get pregnant.
0: Right. But is there also people who like, they legit don't know when they should be trying? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I know I've had conversations with, I mean, you know, I'm pretty, I think I told you I'm pretty natural. I'm pretty natural chick over here. Yeah. Me too. Home birth, home birth, all the things.
1: Yes. Me too. Yeah. I'm
0: very, so, I'm very hippy dippy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I've had friends that they're like, well, I'm like, listen, you don't know when you're ovulating. Like let's let me explain yes. this. Let me explain this to you. Um, so for your clients, is that something that you actually have to teach them?
1: yeah it's not i mean usually the women i'm working with have they didn't know that at one point and now they kind of do because they've been trying for years usually i'm not dealing with people that are just starting to get pregnant i'm dealing with people that have
0: been down all the printed pinterest rabbit holes all that stuff okay okay so we probably won't use this as a target keyword but it's one for you to keep in mind like people are saying this people are searching this and so in some of your content you could be like you know Have you stumbled onto the fertility awareness? Like you're trying to get pregnant. You've gone through the fertility awareness training, but you're still not conceiving. Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of things, you know, it's just real simple tweaks in your verbiage Mm -hmm. that change how well you get found. Yeah. And how much you get found. So boost fertility foods. That's great. Yeah. Um,
1: Foods, like anytime I look up like printable ideas and Um, things like that to have available. It's all about food and diet and like, that's what people are. They want to know what to eat to get pregnant. It's like, I would say the number one thing people, and even one of my blogs that I have one that's like the seven best foods to increase fertility is probably my number one, uh,
0: like most viewed blog. So take that. I make a freebie of it and make the freebie like, um, a meal plan, something really tactical.
1: Yeah, I thought about that. The thing with the meal plan is that I'm not a dietitian, And that I think, te- which it's a freebie, I wouldn't be selling it. But okay. I know, like, if you want to get real ticky tacky technical, you're not supposed to sell meal plans unless you're a dietitian. But... No. Whoops. Um, but I did think, I was thinking about doing like a meal, like having a thing where they have like a meal plan printable where they can fill out what they're eating and then just having like guides like, Hey, you need this much protein today. Here's some protein conversions, you know, that kind of
0: thing. Or, or even what, like the, okay. So you've got your seven foods to increase fertility and then like a guide of like different recipes that actually taste good to get these foods in your diet. Yeah. That way you're not doing nutrition i just um typically what what i see the best conversion with and then what i've had clients see the best conversion with is Mm -hmm. real basic Betty stuff like Mm -hmm. one of my one of my clients she's a nutritionist and she's you know helping people like get help like you know just total body internal Mm -hmm. makeover is her thing but i'm like listen people are searching how to drink more water Yeah. They don't need this. They need kindergarten level, like get them, get them drinking more water and then do this and this and this and this, because we, you know, you're up here, you know, all of these things Mm -hmm. and your ideal client, like just figured out when she's ovulating. Yeah. You know? And so tailor that down a bit in your content and, you know, get them the wins here, make the, you know, the down here stuff, simple, attainable, easy. So they're not Mm -hmm bouncing all over Google and increasing your Pogo, Pogo stick rate on your site and get them the wins here. And then like, okay, here's a good, here's a good opt-in. Like here's some, here's some recipes that don't suck to increase your fertility. So you're not trying to like eat liver with, yeah. you know, yes. those kind of, those kind of simple wins, you know, that then you can really, start building that rapport and start seeing those conversions because you get them the simple wins do you do anything like this t for fertility fertility awareness method chart like all of these things these are good blog posts right that Mm -hmm. i'm just going to send you in your link and you'll know anything under like 300 is a good blog post size if you want to go gangbusters stick in the 50 range and then write blog posts really optimize your blog posts excuse me, in that 50 to hundred range and okay. just start knocking those out of the park so that you are like top of the page for every single one of those searches.
1: Okay.
0: How to increase fertility with PCOS.
1: Yeah. That's probably 90% of my people that I work with have endometriosis or PCOS.
0: Okay. And you'll see, see the difference here on is how to increase how to increase fertility with PCOS 110 searches per month versus increase fertility PCOS 90 searches per month. So you can do two separate blog posts, two different you know different content, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not saying the same thing twice, but then you can use this as your focus phrase in one, and this as your focus phrase in another. But you see mm-hmm. the difference in like how this is phrase versus this, like right. Um, and this one, you could just five tips. How to um, how to increase fertility with PCOS? Five easy ways. Right. And boom, knock that out of the park. The thing
1: with the ones like this, where it says increase fertility PCOS, like mm-hmm. with when you there's terms like that that aren't really like a sentence you could use. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. I wouldn't talk that way, right? Like I wouldn't say increase fertility PCOS unless like how do you right. work that to where it's like it makes sense to use that like obviously how to increase fertility with PCOS right. is a full sentence I can stuff not stuff but you know I can put that in a blog mm-hmm. post as many times as I want to but how do you use the exact phrase increase fertility PCOS when it's really like a
0: so um, use that use that in your photo names use photo that in, names? Your, oh, yep, okay. in naming your photos in on on things and then you know because a lot of a lot more more and more Google searches are coming from photos Okay. so use that make sure you're putting dashes between the words because the dash don't be silent google cannot separate words without dashes and i mean i know it's not like your primary topic but increasing fertility in males is probably something you should touch on
1: yeah um, and really it's the same i mean i mean obviously some of it's different yeah All right, but, but, um but like a lot of the stuff I talk about food wise, exercise wise, it's just as good for men as it is women. So it overlaps.
0: And then you can talk about all kinds of different supplements. And all kinds of different herbs and vitamins, increase fertility. All right. Look at that. People search PCOS like gangbusters, which I kind of thought. Heal endometriosis. Only search 70 times a month. And heal PCOS, zero. So I'm going to add that to your list so you know, hey, this is not a good keyword. Don't use it. So PCOS diet might work. I mean, it's pretty big. Yeah. But it would fit. And authenticity is always more important to me than size. So you can just go gangbusters on at PCOS stuff, Tori. Yeah. PCOS diet plan. So that is... Pretty attainable for you. PCOS symptoms and treatment. That's a really great keyword for you, I think. Mm -hmm. PCOS workout. Do you have PCOS workout you could put together for people?
1: Um, I have a a cycle syncing guide, which is really good for
0: anybody. But I mean, I could slap PCOS on there and it would be a PCOS workout guide. Um, So just slap that on there in the H1 text. Mm-hmm. And then the photo names and then the URL. Okay. And let, what we'll see, we'll look at cycle syncing to compare. But especially in your verbiage on like your sales page of stuff, like you want to use the verbiage that's going to appeal to their heart, you know, and hit them in the gut right. versus the SEO stuff. Cause the SEO stuff is to catch them, right? And then your copy is to snag them. Gotcha. How's your Pinterest strategy?
1: Um, I think it's okay. I, um, again, I had, I had bought a Pinterest course at one point, so, um, I look up the keywords and then I use, I use Tailwind, so it mm-hmm. has that ghostwriter in it now, you know, so I just plug mm-hmm. the keywords in, the ghostwriter writes my description for me using
0: those keywords. I could just see, I could see you doing well on Pinterest, especially with <laughs> like exercise stuff and diet stuff. Yeah. Yeah because Don't,
1: the only thing with the diet stuff is that diet nutrition is not my strong suit it's like the really popular thing but i am not i'm not a foodie i'm not good at like creating these pretty pinterest meals you know like i'm very i'm very basic okay you know like proteins veggies carb proteins veggies carb um
0: you know and even just taking like i don't have any okay. fancy meals <laughs> but, that's, but that's okay right yeah. like that's a different clientele than mm. whatever her name is alicia that wrote in the flow yeah you know what i mean it's where it's yes. like you have to go to trader joe's and buy 500 dollars right. worth of vegetables for this week you know what i mean yeah. like you if can make, is, you can make very it very much yeah
1: more like, oh, you want to eat spaghetti for dinner? Okay, well, all we're going to do is change the meat to organic grass fed beef. We're going to make sure that we're using, you know, organic grass fed butter or protein noodles or whole wheat noodles. Like it's taking, I just take stuff that I already eat and I just eat a cleaner version of it, essentially.
0: And that is perfect. Like you don't, I'm serious because there are people who don't want, the the huge fancy things they just want yeah. to eat like a normal person but upgrade it a little bit yeah so create content around that i mean not everybody wants i mean good gravy i don't want that i, I want yeah. i i you I, I cycle think a little bit but i'm like what do i have to do that does not change my family's diet yes. plan every week
1: yes and still you know for me it's like making meals which you know, these women most of them don't have children yet. Some of them are dealing with secondary infertility, but I'm trying to make meals that my kids will eat too. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And so in some of your titles for things, I mean, how to cycle sync your meals without losing your mind. (laughs) And use, use some of that catchy bits in there, like, Mm -hmm. but still with the keyword phrase, preferably at the beginning. And so, you know, how to how to how to change like change your diet for better fertility without a complete pantry overhaul yeah like simple swaps people like simple they like actionable we are Mm -hmm. all inundated with so much information that if you can give them again those simple wins like okay five easy swaps for a better fertility
1: yeah that's one of my kitchen or one of my blogs is like six like easy swaps for hormone health in your kitchen or something like that and it's like yeah. just get glass Tupperware instead of
0: plastic Tupperware mm-hmm. just you know yeah so all all of those kind of things i mean it's you can reach your people with who you are you don't have to be fancy nancy yeah i mean really because I there know. are people who there's people who want the fancy nancy and they can do that and that's mm-hmm. fine but the people who are like hi i have a real life with real responsibilities. And, yes. you know, like, that's fine. Let's reach those people and get them results, you know, and then let the fancy Nancy people do their thing. So we, Tori and I continued our conversation. Um, I wrote her page titles. We talked through her meta descriptions. She asked a ton of questions about blogging and analytics. We just had a really great time and an effective coaching strategy. Um, but I just wanted to give you guys that snippet today about doing keyword research, figuring out the right keywords for you and your business, and give you that little bonus tip there at the end that you don't have to change who you are and how you do your business to fit your SEO strategy, right? Like just that little snippet that I gave Tori about, she doesn't have to write, create, you know, fancy Nancy meal plans. She can create meal plans for her clients. Like she does meal planning for herself, for like normal people, not knocking the fancy Nancy meal plans. But if that's not you, you don't have to do that. So um, I'm excited for y'all to take these things that you learned in this coaching call, apply them to your own keyword research and make sure that you are signed up for the keyword research bootcamp on May 16th, 12 o'clock central time. It will be live. And if you are on the call live, I'm going to pull a couple people from the live audience and do a little bit of keyword research with you after I teach you how to do keyword research A couple of people from the audience are gonna get a little bit of keyword research live on the call for free. So make sure that you're signed up for that. And I hope that you'll have just a great rest of your day and we will chat with you next episode. Thank you so much for listening in today. Hopefully this episode gave you some really tangible tips for better SEO and marketing to get more leads and more sales from your website. If it did, can I ask you a quick favor? Would you please share this episode with a friend and then just take 10 seconds and go leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. That is the very best way to help more Jesus-loving entrepreneurs scale their businesses so that they can help more people with their gifts and make an even bigger impact for the kingdom of God. And guess what? We now have a Facebook community where we can learn, hang out, and laugh. Go join the Facebook group now. It's linked in the show notes and all the other things, courses, coaching, and copywriting can be found at my website, faithhannon.com. Until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.